Welcome to Precon Geeks, the podcast where precon folks geek out on all things pre-construction. Every week, we'll talk about trends impacting the construction industry and emerging tech. You can also tune in to hear exclusive interviews with industry experts. Excited to hear more? Hit subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts now and visit www.beck-technology.com. Welcome back to another episode of Precon Geeks brought to you by Beck Technology. I'm your host, Jared Draper, and I am joined by my co-host, John Reich. John, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jared. Yourself? I am doing really well. Um, I I have to say uh, a little... I, I started. I didn't start the day off right, and, and you can probably relate to this because I know you have kids. Um, I don't know if your kids have chores or if you have chores. Maybe your wife gives you chores around the house. Uh, but sometimes getting your kids to do chores and clean the house um, can be a little frustrating, in my opinion. Um, no. I don't know. Do you experience anything like that? Are you required to do chores in your own life, John? Well, OK, let's let me just clarify something very quickly. I am not required to do chores. I do <laughs> chores because I am a good person and I want to make wow. my wife's life easier and better. I is that, is that a good enough answer? That, that, flip that and yes. send it to her. Yep. We're going to have Suzanne call your wife and make sure that she listens to this episode. Um, and then we're going to check the validity of that statement. <laughs> oh, well, no, 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 no. We're not, we're not, uh, we're not checking validity here. That's yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, yeah, I mean, I obviously do chores as well, but man, getting my kids to clean up after themselves, um, is very difficult and I'm sure everyone can, can probably, attest to that. Um, and I'm sure the wives can attest that getting their husbands, um, to clean up after themselves is probably difficult. Um, so that's how I started my morning, but we're going to turn it around. It's going to be a great day. Um, after work, I'm probably going to clean up a little bit just to help out now that you made me feel guilty for not helping. So thanks for that. Well, you know, I, I do what I can. <laughs> And the whole reason why we're talking about cleaning um, is because it was on my mind and I knew that today's podcast was happening um, and we are going to stick with the cleaning theme and we're going to we're going to talk about cleaning up estimating data, right? We are here at Beck Technology, a data driven company. Data is incredibly important, not only to us, but to the construction industry as a whole. Um, and so we're going to talk about how and why and when we should clean up that data. So, John, I'm going to start with you. In your mind, when you, when you hear that cleaning up estimating data, where does your mind initially go? So, everything in precon is built around data and accurate data and mining historical data. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's a huge part of what you do as an estimator. Uh, most people wouldn't necessarily see it that way, but um, even you know the guy who's been estimating for 50 years, he might be doing it all out of his head, but that's still, there's a database there. It's just in his head, not necessarily in a computer somewhere. So yeah, making sure you have the right data that can support your, your uh, decisions that you're making in pre-con and that you're using accurate data, that's, that's the key to winning jobs for sure. And you brought up something, you know, before, before we started the podcast today about, you know, the different types of data. And I want to make sure that we kind of highlight 
um, the difference, and then we'll kind of talk about each, um, and then we'll we'll sort of we'll, you know we'll get into the details there. But the difference between historical data and cost data, for those listening, John, give us kind of a, a recap on what both of those mean. Sure. Um, so most of the time, when you talk about historical data, you're talking about how much a project costs. So if I say how much does an office building run? Oh well, here's five office buildings. They range from you know, 160 to 180 bucks a square foot. Okay, that's how much an office building costs, but that's not really helping you in your day-to-day -day estimating tasks. Um, estimating data, cost data, is really about how much does a yard of carpet cost? How much does a yard of concrete cost? How much do you buy steel per ton? Um, mm -hmm. Those cost data and historical data there, there are two separate points that you need to be able to, to pull in estimating. Mm -hmm. um, basically, one is how you build your estimate. That's the cost data. And one is basically to check at the end of it that what you've put together kind of fits the mold or, yeah. or fits a narrative that you can go sell. So um, there, there, there are two different databases, two different costs, two different pieces of information you need to have. But both yeah. are vital to make sure that your business is successful, especially on the okay. pre team. So, so let's start with the cost data, right? In my head, where my mind goes is line items, right? You have, you know, line items with specific cost uh, for certain things. Um, so, so we'll start there. So, you know, as as our listeners and guys who are in the industry, you know, as they they obviously have their database today set up, most likely if they're working out of a database. Uh, if you're not working out of a database, um, go to our website www beck-technology.com. That was a shameless plug. Um, but um, for, for the cost data, the, the line item data, when do you think it's appropriate or how often do you think it's appropriate for companies to look at their data and clean that up? And then how do they go about doing that? So um, everyone has to you know operate on their own uh, timing and efficiency with that. It depends on the mm -hmm. size of your team, all sorts of those caveats. But uh, I would definitely recommend at least annually every line item in your database has been reviewed and updated with a new cost if possible. Yeah. Um, and most of the time, it makes sense to break that down into chunks. Um, so if you're a GC and you do all the estimate for the entire project, then you need to divide it by master format or CSI or uniformat in some manner and just go through and say, okay, I'm going to update this quarter, we're going to update everything in divisions one through five. And then next quarter, we're going to do divisions six through nine. And then the next third quarter, we're going to do divisions 10 through 20 or, you know, however you want to divide that up, okay. uh, whatever way makes sense. Um, and I also found that it's it we did at my previous firm, we did a, um, a crowdsourced type uh, database review. So we would send out um, the line item data and say, all right, let's you know, send it to a couple people, uh, break it up to a couple different people and they could go and they could, okay, you're going to update all the concrete material pricing. Uh, you're going to update the rebar pricing. Someone else is going to go update the formwork pricing. Then you could actually get, uh, you know, divvy it up a little bit, make it so it's less of a burden on a single person. Yeah. And hopefully make it a little bit faster and easier for everyone to get good up-to-date pricing. Yeah, you kind of you kind of answered my my next sort of question or I guess point is like who usually is responsible, you know, to to make sure that this is cleaned up and updated. Um, and it sounds well, like that's, it, that's a slightly different answer. 
because you're talking okay. about who's responsible, who's actually doing it. Those are so the 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 key part in any kind of estimating data uh, maintenance. Um, if you end up making four or five people all able to go in and change it and modify it, it's going to get messy real quick. Um, okay. It it best practice that I've always recommended and always practiced and recommend now. Uh, one person needs to be the gatekeeper for all the data. Um, and that goes for both historical cost data and actual estimating cost data. One person needs to be responsible to make sure that they're updated and it's disseminated to all your team members in an orderly fashion. Um, okay. Otherwise you get, I update it one week and someone doesn't know about it and then they go and update it the next week and, and you never know, you never know when things have been done. Um, it just makes it a lot messier. Okay. Do, do you think from a, you know, when you think about, you know, your junior estimator, you have your estimators, your senior pre-con managers, pre, you know, all of the different roles, does it, does it really matter who at the end of the day is actually physically going in and updating the items and updating that cost? Uh, I don't think it matters who is physically updating it. Um, I, yeah. I do think it, it needs to be someone who's fairly comfortable um, maintaining databases and, and especially if you're using a technology uh, component and it needs to be someone that's, that's fluent in that. Um, okay. Typically, it's your most senior estimators that are going to be updating the costs, but the yeah. person who actually disseminates it out and maintains the database doesn't have to be that that same person. It can be a more junior person that's just kind of taking the data points from the various senior estimators and, and incorporating it. Okay. So that's kind of the, the line item cost history. Does the same conversation apply to your historical data? You know, you've finished an estimate and now you have that, you know, that whole data set point um, that lives somewhere. Um, do, do the same rules apply with that? So historical cost data, historical data is actually a little bit easier. Um, you, you really should just like, that's just your estimate. That's just your estimate output. There, there shouldn't be a whole lot of maintenance on it. Um, the only thing that makes it more difficult to maintain is all the additional information you have on the project. So, for example, an office building, you know, you can have a, uh, you know, high rise class AA office building in a downtown environment. Um, that's going to be one price point that's going to be more expensive. And then if you go to a low rise kind of suburban office with a, uh, you know, much larger site, much bigger footprint, um, not a high rise, you know, th those are different price points. And so maintaining that data in a way that you can differentiate between those two projects, uh, that that's really where the the only real data maintenance is. Um, otherwise, yeah. it's just hey, we've we know how much the project cost, we bid it, we want it, we know what our our actual cost of contract is, and we know what the final mm -hmm. costs are at the end of the job. Um, now, if you want to get into uh, you know differentiating by CSI code or master format or uniformat. That requires a little more uh, database work, but yeah, um, the the core of it is just knowing, hey, this building was 180 bucks a square foot. Okay, it's an office building, 180 bucks a square foot. I need these five other pieces of information to make sure I can compare that to the the right type of project. Yeah, but again, that can be a more junior person. Um, again, it it requires someone who's 
you know, whatever solution you use, whether it's an Excel spreadsheet that just maintains it or whether you actually have a database uh, platform that, that does it, then uh, whoever's, they just need to be fluent in that technology. Yeah. And, and I think the, you know, it's important to, it, it might seem like a no brainer, but I think it's important to talk about, you know, the why behind cleaning up your data is so important, right? Obviously we have, um, you know, accuracy. It's going to help you be more accurate with your estimates. It's going to help you be more accurate as you're looking at your historical data, um, your projects to know maybe what something might cost in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you gain efficiencies, right? If you're not spending, if you if you have a plan and you're putting, to, you know, and you're actually, you know, updating your data or cleaning out your, your database, um, you know, it, it's kind of like, I, I tell my kids the same thing. I'm like, look, if you leave your bedroom and it just becomes an absolute nightmare and a mess. Like it's going to take you forever to clean it up. But if you do piece a little bit here, a little bit there, and then once it's clean, you keep it clean. You put away, you know, that your toys after you're done playing with them. It's it doesn't take as long, right? It's it stays cleaner for longer. I think the the, the concept still applies. Um, you obviously mitigate risk, right? You you have mm-hmm. less potential of maybe putting the wrong cost on something, sending out an estimate or a budget that's, that's, um, you know, that's too high or too low. You could lose a project or things like that. Is there anything else that comes to your mind? Oh, no, those are the biggest ones. I mean, the, the risk mitigation and accuracy are, I mean, that's estimating as a trade. Uh, everything about estimating is about trying to get an accurate number and trying to mitigate your risk on the project and having good, data that backs it up greatly aids in both of those best Mm -hmm. example i can give is let's say you get a junior estimator never priced a job before walks in first day on the job you say okay go find um go put an estimate together here's the our cost database they put it together they come back and they say okay i've got my estimate done if your cost database hasn't been updated for 15 years their estimates worthless i mean they might have the quantities right but the number is going to be so far off yeah. that it, they have to go in and change every line item. Yeah. It also doesn't give them a lot of confidence in their number if they know that every line item they have to adjust the cost. Um, so at least having, I would rather have a cost database that has been updated within the past six months. Even if I have to adjust it a little bit, it's only a couple percent off, hopefully. Um, whereas if you have something that comes in and says, hey, I can buy, uh, carpet at 20 bucks a yard well, we all know that yeah. you're not going to buy any carpet that anyone wants to get for for 20 bucks a yard it's just you can't get right. it right um, so just helping them get more accurate information at the beginning uh, means that those line items that you don't get to update they're at least going to be closer yeah um, the risk mitigation piece of it is um so essentially if and this is where you can go into historical cost so if I look at my past five office buildings and I'm trying to bid compete for an, another office building and I've got five other jobs that match it almost exactly. Okay, it's a, it's very close in scope to these five other jobs and I see I'm 15% lower than any of those other jobs. I need to be real sure that my number's right. There's probably something wrong with it and I, that's a way I can mitigate my risk and make sure that I'm putting the right number on the street. Yeah. Same thing goes the other way. If I'm about to put my number out as a in a in a bid situation or a competitive situation, and I see that I'm 20% higher than every historical comp that I can pull together, I probably have something wrong there too. And I'm gonna yeah. end up putting all this time and effort in. 
and I'm not going to get the job because I'm 20% high. So yeah. the, the risk mitigation in that piece is it makes sure that we're kind of in our lane, in the proper slot for that, that type of market. Yeah. And it also makes sure that we, you know, we have most of the cost covered without having to make any alterations to, to the line item from the database. Mm. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. Um, and, and last question for me, and, you know, obviously I got to ask it, we are a technology company. So in your mind, you know, as technology enhances, um, as more people embrace technology, uh, specific to, you know, databases and pre-construction and, and estimating, um, how do you think that plays into the need to, you know, clean up your data and, and things of that nature? Oh, it makes it even more important. If you go from a, uh, let's say, let's say you're a client of ours and you come to Beck Technology and you've historically estimated everything using Excel and you come into our system with Estimator and we build you a cost database and you're like, I'm ready to go. I'm going to go start using it. If you don't maintain that data, all the efficiency you're getting out of a database solution is going to go away very quickly. Yeah. Um, the 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 idea of a cost database and historical database being maintained make you more efficient over time. It does require a little bit of work to keep it up, um, right. but I, I'll liken it to the uh, I just cleaned my garage relatively recently and organized all my tools. So now yep. if I go out there, I want to find a screwdriver. I I can go right to it, know exactly where it is, and I can pick it up, and I'm confident that I can get the tool to do the job. Yeah. Your database is the same way. You can go mm -hmm. in, you can be confident that it's going to work for you, it's going to get you the information you need, you can find it, you can get out and, and move on to your next task. And that's that's really what you want to try to do, is keep it updated, keep it efficient, keep it lean, don't bloat it up, and then you can be much, much faster in your estimating day-to-day -day work. Man, I love that. Um, I think that is a good stopping point. Um, it also reminds me that I need to go out and clean my garage uh, again as well. Um, I want to wait for a few months until it cools down. <laughs> it was not fun to do it. I, I want to be efficient with the things that I do in my garage. I don't really like build stuff, uh, but I do work out in the garage. Uh, so and and uh, it definitely needs to be clean. And then I'll say for all those listening, uh, whether you have a husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it may be, um, at the end of the day, step in and help them clean up, right? It, it goes a long way. It's much appreciated. Um, we're just here to give a relationship advice, John. That's really why we're here. That's right. <laughs> we're the love doctors. There you go. <laughs> the estimating love doctors. Um, wow. All right. Well, hey, um, seriously mean this, guys. Appreciate all the listens and the likes. Um, if you do want to, um, if you have any questions or you, you want to find out more information, you can go to our website, www.beck-technology.com. Uh, I'm your host, Jared. I appreciate everything you guys do and have a great day. Have a good one.